Welcome to the Inner Healer Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Stewart. Your inner world creates your outer world, and we're here to talk about how you can transform from the inside out. I'm a kinesiologist, mind-body medicine practitioner, healer, conscious business mentor, and teacher. I work with everything from the scientific to the energetic, the spiritual and the metaphysical to empower, inspire and uplift you and give you the knowledge of your own inner healing gifts. I'm so honoured to have you here. Let's begin. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Inner Healer podcast. I hope you've all had a wonderful start to the year. It's a real joy to be back and sharing some new episodes with you in the coming weeks. And today I wanted to look at some of the barriers we put up to love. This can be to someone you're already in relationship with, and also if you wish to bring romantic love in. However, love is universal and it doesn't just have to be romantic love. Humans as a race, uh, their fundamental desire is to be happy and loved. Yet sometimes we block this, and this can be friendships or support from others, or we even shut down on ourselves, your own self-love. I mean, how often are you not very kind to yourself? And also if you think about what happened during the pandemic, we were shut off to each other. There was increased feelings of loneliness, which is still having a flow-on effect now that we're back out in the world again. And many studies show that happiness is intertwined with connection, that we're happiest when we have close family and friends, a sense of community, when it's more than just ourselves and having something bigger to care about. We're social creatures and need to bond, have social interaction and to feel that connection and cooperation. However, we're living in a society that's more disconnected than ever before. Independence is valued, we're living more solo lives, and we're communicating a lot of the time via social media. Loneliness, not just during the pandemic, is one of the biggest social issues of today. Studies show that people living in isolation are less happy, their health and brain function decline earlier, and they live shorter lives, and that can have a dramatic consequence on well-being because it impacts your immune system and it can make you more susceptible to depression and anxiety when you feel isolated. And if we're isolated, we also tend to feel more sadness and then we start to keep ourselves even more at a distance because of fear of rejection and that continues the spiral downwards. And even if you consider yourself introverted and happy in your own company, That human connection is just as important. It's vital because we need it to be able to thrive. Our relationships with others give us a sense of belonging and support. And also with the help of others, we develop a greater resilience and the ability to bounce back after adversity. When we're in relationship, we also tend to focus on more about what we can share and it gives us something bigger than ourselves to care about which makes us happier. So these are all reasons we want to open our heart to give and receive love from others. However, for many of us, we can build up walls around our heart through past events 
And we may not even realize that we're carrying trapped emotions that prevent us from receiving and giving the love that we want. And when we go through heartbreak or trauma, and this can be from any age, even from childhood, if we don't process that and move through the emotions, we can create a heart wall, like a protection layer. And that protection layer could have served you at some time. Perhaps if you had a challenging childhood upbringing, maybe you went through a traumatic event, or perhaps you went through an acrimonious divorce or breakup. But if we get stuck in that place, it can lead to depression and anxiety. And years on, you may not even realize or know why. Or what can also happen is you close off so that even if you were in a group of loved friends, you still might not feel like you belong because the wall around your heart is shut off. And that wall was there for a reason, but now it's become almost like a locked trapdoor where you can find it difficult to give and receive and even connect to a present partner. And these can be emotions such as guilt or shame, sadness, grief. They really get trapped inside. And so life becomes diminished in some way. There's also a literal heart wall that we call the pericardium. And in Chinese medicine, this is also within your pericardium channel that energetic barriers can build up. And while it can block more hurt from coming in, It also stops the love coming in and even your ability to give love unless you're willing to dissolve it. And the good news though is you can shift that and you can open and I'll come to that a little bit later. I wanted to talk about your heart's energy too because your heart is an electromagnetic organ that is more powerful than the human brain. It has its own nervous system and its own magnetic field that extends way out beyond your human body. This has been measured by physicists to be about 12 feet, but it can extend out infinitely, but it's certainly strongest within that field. It's why when you walk into a room, you can instantly feel either that connection with others or dissonance. I think we've all walked into rooms where we may have experienced that frosty and cold, icy feeling, or alternatively, when you walked in and you felt relaxed, you know immediately whether you feel connected or not, and that's your heart. Your heart is constantly sending messages to your brain, and in fact, your heart sends more messages to the brain than the brain sends to your heart. And when you feel love and appreciation and gratitude for others or even yourself, there are positive energetic changes to the heart's field as well as to your nervous system and your body's endocrine system that send signals of positivity to the brain. So you want your mind and your heart to be working together. Similarly, If you receive kindness and love from another, it uplifts your vibrational state. It also helps to create coherence between your heart and that of another person. It's like an invisible communication system. And your electromagnetic energy changes depending on your emotional state, as the heart is where you perceive all the feelings in your body. 
And when you're open and your heart energy is balanced, you feel that universal love. It's easier to feel appreciation and gratitude. You feel more connected. You have more compassion for yourself and others. You're more likely to be spontaneous and creativity also comes from this place as well. It's really at the core of who you are. And before we go on to talk about how we can break down some of those walls and lift up our vibration of our hearts, I do want to talk a little bit about our own self-love because it's really important and particularly about the difference between self-love and self-care as they can get a little bit confused. They're both important, but there are distinctions. So self-care and self-love tend to go hand in hand, yet often we can confuse one for the other, equating how we look after ourselves with how we treat ourselves on the inside. In general, self-care are your actions and are more external, whereas self-love is your thoughts and emotions and how you tend to treat yourself on a more compassionate level. Practicing self-care is intrinsically linked to your overall wellness, like getting enough sleep rather than staying up to watch one more episode on Netflix, or making sure you have downtime over the weekend, uh, getting exercise, eating well, taking a soothing bath, feeding yourself healthy food, and doing some breath work or meditation. While these are all self-care, and they're definitely acts of love towards yourself, however, if you're speaking to yourself unkindly and telling yourself you're not enough, it doesn't matter how much green juice you drink or how many laps you run or how many flowers you buy yourself, there's going to be a disconnect that impacts your well-being. You need to ensure that you follow through with kindness and love and compassion towards yourself as well. And self-love is very much this ability to accept yourself as you are, that you're good and whole, despite your wounds and insecurities or what you may see as your imperfections. It's the capacity to be able to speak kindly to yourself letting go of comparing yourself to others and the self-judgment that sometimes brings and showing yourself compassion. Because without self-love, you really decrease your possibility to thrive and be happy. It's very difficult to be open to others, loving us in a way that is going to be healthy and sustainable. And it also doesn't matter what kind of success you've had in your life. It will never be enough or you won't feel enough if you don't have that self-love piece of the puzzle. You'll always be looking for something outside of yourself to fill that hole or gap that you see within yourself. And when we lack self-love, it really can show up as berating yourself if you make a mistake or perhaps you say yes to things that you know will leave you feeling drained and exhausted or maybe you're unable to create healthy boundaries in relationships. It can also look like not making yourself a priority. Often we can put everything and everyone else first and put ourselves on the end of the list. Or we tell ourselves we're selfish if you look after yourself so that you put your own needs on the back burner 
In fact, you may neglect your own self-care that's vitally important. And perhaps you've heard the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you don't take care of yourself and your needs, ultimately it's very difficult to be there for others. So making time for yourself and your care is vital. Do you make yourself a priority or do you make everyone else a priority? There also can be a misconception around people that love themselves, that if you value yourself and your worth, that you're egotistical or self-important. In Australia, we have what we call the tall poppy syndrome, which likes to cut you down to size if you get too big for your boots. So in an effort not to seem this way, you could put yourself down in front of others or self-deprecate. However, being kind to yourself and treating yourself with respect is actually a very positive act of love and natural for a healthy, well-functioning person. In this state, we're able to create those healthy boundaries. It helps you to make better decisions and remove situations from your life that aren't working. We're able to say no when things aren't right for us. We're able to notice when we're beating ourselves up with our self-talk and we change that conversation because that little inner voice can be really destructive. So what we want to do is start to notice when we go down that path and choose to love ourselves instead. Ask yourselves in those moments, you know, what do I need? How can I be kind to myself? How can I support myself through this? Rather than punishing yourself for your vulnerabilities or your perceived weaknesses and closing down on yourself, instead in those moments, inviting yourself to soften and honouring your humanness. Because none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. And when life doesn't go well, being able to be kind to that human part of yourself, picking yourself up and dusting yourself off with compassion and still being able to look at yourself through loving eyes. Self-love is a willingness to show up for yourself even when there are times that you don't feel lovable, but you choose to love yourself anyway. So how do we begin to dismantle some of the barriers we have to love? So depending on how closed you feel or if you've gone through something big in your life and you feel very disconnected, I would probably first recommend you seeing an energetic practitioner like a kinesiologist to uncover what those trapped emotions are and begin to release those for you. Sometimes this can be deeper work and it helps to clear anything that may not be immediately obvious. And it's a little bit like the layers of an onion. You start to dissolve them layer by layer and it can be really powerful. Yoga and meditation are incredible to help shift old emotional patterns. However, it does take consistency and commitment to practice. We're processing during these practices. The work's not always easy. In fact, if you've ever done long-term practices like sadhanas, for example, a 40-day practice or even longer, you can really see your own stuff come up and you need to have the willingness to sit through that uncomfortability. It always shifts through but it can be challenging in the moment. 
I also work with acupressure in kinesiology, and there's a fantastic point to shift and open the pericardium, which as I mentioned in Chinese medicine, is the heart protector. This point is PC6, it's on the inside of the wrist, and I'll leave a link in the show notes of how to find this. And I recommend holding it for around 20 minutes on each side. It's also possible to hold both sides together, and I often hold this point during meditation as it's very calming. And PC6 is called the inner frontier gate, and we want the gate to be able to open and close appropriately, not close down out of fear from past pain, because that also keeps the old emotions trapped inside. And although this may protect us from the pain of intimacy with others, It also stops the love coming in. So this point allows the heart to open, particularly when we've closed off to life. The next tip is affectionate breathing. And you may have heard me talk about this one before. And all this is, is simply placing a hand on your heart, which calms your mind and your body. It decreases cortisol, which is your stress hormone, at the same time as releasing oxytocin. And this helps us to feel trust and bonding, it helps us to self-soothe, and gives ourselves a feeling of nurturing and self-love. And if you want to take it one step further, you can even do self-hugging, which may sound a little silly, but self-hugs have very real benefits. They also increase that oxytocin, which has positive effects on your health and state of mind. It releases endorphins, it's a natural pain reliever. It increases serotonin, which is our happy hormone and dopamine. And a 20-second hug reduces stress, boosts your immune system, eases depression and lessens fatigue. It can also reduce feelings of anger and loneliness and isolation, which helps you to feel healthier and more positive. So wrapping your arms around yourself sends a strong message to your body and your brain. I've got you, I love you, and you're okay. So hugging yourself is a really quick act of self-care and self-love, and even better if you can hug someone else. Practicing loving kindness or meta practice is also very powerful. As this starts to shift your body's energy and vibration for more love, compassion, and kindness, towards yourself and others. It also accesses the part of the brain that helps you to be more patient and open to others. I'll put a practice in the show notes that you can use. So these are just a few ways that you can begin to open your heart to giving and receiving love. I'm also going to do a group healing session around love. If you're listening to this prior to or on the 14th of February that you might like to join. The group sessions are incredible, and it also means you're sharing space and connecting as a collective, which is a beautiful way to create more community. And if you'd like to dive in deeper, align your energy. My eight-week program begins on the 15th of March. This is powerful to shift your vibration and energetic body to align with what you want to create in your life, to create more inner peace, calm, and vibrancy. I'll link both in the show notes. So thank you as always for being here. If you found this episode helpful, please do share it with others so they get to know the benefit of their own inner healing gifts. 
And I'm always incredibly grateful if you leave a review on either iTunes or Spotify to help support this podcast to grow. And please do subscribe for further episodes. Take care and speak soon. 